Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this King, this great Savior, the lover of our souls, our Lord Jesus. He's coming through those clouds any moment and he told his people to watch their floor and be ready. The faithful servant in the Bible that Jesus speaks of is watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded, preparing for the master's return. And that is our lives as followers of Messiah Jesus. Are you a follower of Messiah Jesus? My name is Dove Schwartz here in Northern Israel proclaiming this King's coming and our uh, a special guest once again on the program there, uh, the Calvary Chapel Pearland Pastor Ray Jensen. Ray, welcome once again to Watch Therefore. And glad to be here as always. Thank you, Pastor Doe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I want to stop for just a second before we go any further, and we're going to start off with a word of prayer in just a moment, but I do want to announce to all of our listeners that I, uh, in the Houston area, that I am coming to speak at Calvary Chapel there in Pearland. Uh, my plane lands uh, June 10, uh, 2016, and this month, so I'll, I'm landing then, and uh, the Sunday after that, which I suppose is going to be the 12th, if I'm not mistaken, and then that Sunday evening, the 12th, and then Sunday evening, the 19th, I'll be speaking at Calvary Chapel Beth Shalom there in Pearland, so go to CalvaryChapelPearland.com, and I just would like to invite all of our listeners who are in the Houston area who can come. We'd love to see you on those nights. We look for a real special time, don't we, Ray? Yeah, so we look forward to having you back. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, I look forward to it, too. Now, Ray, would you lead us in a word of prayer to get this program going? Yes. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to be able to read your Word and speak and discuss matters about your Word. And Lord God, we pray for everyone listening that they receive it by the Holy Spirit and with understanding. And Lord, draw your people Anyone listening who may not be a follower of Jesus Christ, may they come to understand the love of Jesus Christ and be saved. We thank you for it, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Ray. Well, Ray, I wanted to start off by by um, asking you to share some of the things you were talking about last week at Calvary Chapel, uh, Beshalom there in Pearland. We, we, we really want to have our listeners get a flavor of some of the things they hear when they come to Calvary Chapel. And um, certainly we invite our listeners in the Houston area to Calvary Chapel there in Pearland. So what are some things on your heart that you were able to share uh, just this past uh, meeting time there at the, at the congregation? Well, we were talking in, uh, from the book of Exodus 22, and the Lord is he's taken the Israelites out of uh, Egypt, and he's giving, he had given them the Ten Commandments, and now he's also giving them in Exodus 22 some rules for the Israelites, some uh, guidelines, if you will, set up to protect their lives and their property so that they could flourish when God gets them to the promised land. And say, for instance, uh, Exodus 22 and verse 5, he says, If a man causes a field or vineyard to be grazed and lets loose his animal, and it feeds in another man's field, he shall make restitution. The critical point, he shall make restitution from the best of his own land, in the best of his own vineyard. And if fire breaks out and catches in thorns, 
so that stacked grain, standing grain, or the field is consumed, then he who kindled the fire shall surely make restitution. And so what we see here, there's these things set in place so that if damage was done, then somebody had to pay for it. And so now again, this was for the Israelites to live by as a society so that they could, could flourish properly as God's people. But Dove, I think I see the gospel in here. Absolutely. Um, when I look at this, you know, I'm a sinner, and the damage that I did by my sin, it did, it did a lot of, my sin did a lot of damage to a lot of good things. Yes. I mean, you know, things, things were great before Adam and Eve sinned, right? And then their sin brought damage to lots of good things, you know, and our sin brings on a debt, and the wages of sin is death, as the Bible says, you know, but the debt of my sins is a debt I can't pay. And I'm unable to make restitution for this, but someone is going to have to, somebody has to pay for the damages. And, you know, when you look at a Jesus parallel that I call it here, that's why God sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to die on the cross for my sins, for the damage that I did. He paid my debt for the damage that I caused by my sin. He made restitution for me. So that's what I see here in this opening in Exodus 22. It's so very important. And and I, I love the old saying that our Lord Jesus, not only did he pay a debt he didn't owe, he paid a debt I couldn't pay. And, and, and so uh, all through the Bible, we see glimpses and shadows and pictures and types of of the gospel of our Messiah Jesus, the, the our great God and Savior. What else do you have there, Ray? Well, if we move on along in Exodus 22 to say verse 22, he says, You shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. If you afflict them in any way and they cry out at all to me, I will surely hear their cry and my wrath will become hot. And I will kill you with the sword. Your wives shall be widows and your children fatherless. You know, God really, really cares for the underprivileged. He really cares. He really has a care for orphans and widows. In fact, I see in James 1 and verse 27 says, Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. So God has this, he has this drive for, for orphans and widows. And, you know, again, Jesus parallel, I'll say it again. When I submitted myself to Jesus as my Lord and Savior, then I became a child of God, and I was no longer an orphan. And, you know, of course, still true, there's still the problem of my debt. And, but when I became his child, my debt went to Jesus for him to pay for on the cross because I became his. That's what's neat about it. I'm in the family now, right? Absolutely. And so, and just like we read earlier about the damages of trespasses earlier, Jesus made good on it. He, he made restitution because now I'm his. I'm no longer an orphan. He made restitution. And you know, though, uh, restitution, I learned, means the same thing as restoration. And I see in Psalm 23, verse 3, it says, He restores my soul. Hallelujah. He leads me He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And so 
the restitution, he restores me. He has restored me back. I was dead in my sins. And, you know, yeah, we're looking at this in Exodus 22. It's for the Israelites to live well and flourish and protect life and property. But the gospel is all in it. You know, some people go, well, I'm a, I'm a New Testament Christian. I'm a New Testament Christian. Well, wait a minute. If you look in the Old Testament, you'll see the gospel of Jesus in there, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the gospel begins in Genesis 3, and we see it through the rest of the Bible. The Bible says that the Lord preached the gospel to Abraham, even. We see that in Galatians chapter 3. Now, uh, Ray, this this. Uh, thing about the orphans and the widows is no small thing to the Lord. And as a matter of fact, I want to, I think that segues perfectly into our sponsor for this program today. I was walking across a parking lot uh, in about 2000, the year 2004 or 2005. And I was walking across a, a parking lot of a business as I had a, uh, a job. Then now I've, I've been in full-time ministry and have been a pastor and other uh, positions in the body of Messiah. But anyhow, at that time, I also worked full-time at a job that was uh, uh, in the mortgage industry, and I stopped in the parking lot because the Spirit of the Lord stopped me and told me this. He said, pure and undefiled religion goes to orphans, and there was this clear implication like this, and you don't. Well, it was so yeah. clear how the Lord spoke to me, Ray, that I looked up into the sky and I said, but Lord, I don't know any orphans. He then began to sovereignly and powerfully introduce me to orphans across Africa uh, and pastors who take care of them. And to this day, Ray, we are still, even in August, we're going to a refugee camp uh, in Uganda where a pastor we work with who's been working with orphans in Rwanda and the Congo and other places, and uh he is helping 200 orphans on a refugee camp there. And, and, and our ministry that's sponsoring this program today, Poured Out for the Nations, is our gospel and discipleship and orphans and widows ministry to the nations. And so I, I encourage all of our listeners to go to pouredoutforthenations.com. And as you prayerfully and financially partner with Poured Out for the Nations at pouredoutforthenations.com, you also help keep watch there for in the air. We, we say this, Ray, our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And the way that we help orphans and the way that we have this radio program on the air is that we trust the Lord and he does this. He raises up people who are listening, who bear witness with what we're doing. And they say, I want to be part of that. And if that's you, wherever you're listening in the world today, we were listening to in over 120 countries last year, wherever you're listening, go to poureditforthenations.com, our website, and look into this. And ask the Lord if he would have you join in, because my life has changed, Pastor Ray, since in 2006, I started actively participating in the Father's heart for orphans. He also says in Psalm 68, he says, a father to the fatherless and a defender of widows is God in his holy habitation. It is the character of the Lord to do just this. And Ray, I would add one more thing. It's so important for our... uh, for our listeners to know this, that babies in the womb who are left fatherless and taken to an abortion clinic or abortuary to be murdered, um, these are orphans, and their blood, their innocent blood, cries out for vengeance. And being that Houston, where is primarily or, or where the show airs from, Houston, uh, it's it's produced, and 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 I'm sitting here in Israel 
recording it, but it's produced and goes out from Houston. Houston has the second largest abortion clinic in the world. And don't think that much of the trouble that's going on in the Houston area isn't caused by just that as, as a judgment for this horror. 3,000 babies a day are murdered in America. Don't think that a lot of the trouble America's experiencing isn't because of this, because of that very verse you just read just a moment ago, Ray. It's very serious, you know? Yes, it is. And that's one reason we pray uh, against abortion. And we're going to be there Saturday praying. And so, uh, we're, yes, it, it is It is. It is a character trait of the Lord that we have to be like him. We're going to hate what he hates and love what he loves as we are his children and so we pray against this abortion. Now, Ray, you have a special thing. I started this years uh, ago at, at our congregation, and, and now you guys carry on the torch, the Goliath come down time of prayer. Uh, once a month, you all go to the, that horrible place, the second largest abortion pl- clinic in the world, Planned Parenthood there in Houston, and you stand there and pray and ask the Lord to, to shut that place down so that they would stop killing babies in there. Uh, could you explain uh, our, to our listeners like when the date is you're going to do this and and, and and how they can, uh, well, they can go to calvarychapelparalang.com and contact you from there. But what's, what's the date that you guys go? How do you do this? We do this on the first Saturday of the month. That's this coming Saturday at 10 o'clock in the morning. We meet at Planned Parenthood off I-45. Uh, they're close to the University of Houston area. Uh, we meet there at 10 in the morning, and we pray. This is not a, a political rally. We don't go to protest anything. All we do is go pray. That's it. And we're there to pray in demonstration that we do not approve of this in the city of Houston or anywhere, for the world for that matter, that we stand for what God stands for. God is a giver of life. He, he offers us eternal life for that matter. And so we pray against abortion because we know, we understand that it is, it is a curse upon our nation and our city that if this place is there and nobody's doing anything about it, to at least go and pray. And that's what we do there is we pray. First Saturday of the month, 10 a.m., that's this coming Saturday. Come join us if you would, please. Well, Ray, also, I would encourage all of our listeners, wherever you are in the world, because abortion, sadly, is all over the world. They're murdering uh, now about 56 million babies a year are murdered uh, in the world. And so wherever you are, ask the Lord where he would have you to go to be a witness and to pray. I had a person one time who volunteers at one of those places say, oh, you're not doing anything. You're not stopping any babies from being um, aborted and this, that, and the other. I said, well, I'm a witness. One day there'll be a, 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 you'll be standing before the judge, our Lord Jesus, and there will be witnesses in the courtroom, if you will, that will be able to say when you, your knees are knocking and you're, 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 you're trying to find a way out of this thing, there will be witnesses there against you, and I will be one of them if that's what the Lord wants. I will be able to say, yes, I was there, and, and this one was participating in murdering these babies. And I told this man, I said, and they will, then when you are found guilty for that, and you have not repented of your sin, re- received Jesus as Lord, and asked for forgiveness, and turned away from this, this horror, horror and foolishness, then he will throw you into a lake that burns with fire, and you will never, ever come out. And you know what that young man did? He took off his little Planned Parenthood volunteer smock and left. Isn't that something? Wow. That is something. Wow. And, and, and may wow. that be the case as we stand as a powerful witness. We, 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 want, we don't want people to go to hell. We want people to be forgiven. We want the people who work there 
and do this hor- horrible stuff, to repent and to be forgiven by Jesus the Lord before it's too late. And we encourage all who are listening. Uh, and, and know this, if, 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 if you're like me, because, you know, it takes two to tango. Uh, it, I was a young man and responsible for, uh, for, for babies who, who were murdered this way. And, and I asked Jesus the Lord to forgive me and to have mercy on me, and he did. So there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you're listening today and you were involved in an abortion from the guy or the girl's side, there's mercy, there's love, and there's God's forgiveness for you if you'll simply ask for it. Uh, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. But when his blood washes away our sins, it's a finished work, isn't it, Ray? Yes, it is. And, you know, something I want to add to that real quick. We we don't only just pray for the people who work at Planned Parenthood and against abortion, but we see girls that come up there to have an abortion. We talk to them. We can pray with them sometimes and say, hey, go go step into that bus across the street and see what your options are. They'll go in there, get examined and come out and say, I think I'm going to keep this child. That's so right. I've seen that happen, too. That's there's a bus the there that gives, well. there's a bus there that gives ultrasounds and gives an alternative to abortion, certainly, yes. which is having the baby. Yeah, that's right. Good good point, Ray. Good point. Now, now, Ray, with, with a little bit of time we have, there's some things you're going to be sharing this coming Sunday at Calvary Chapel Beshalom, and you might want to just introduce a little of that before we end the program today. Yes. Um, in Exodus 23, there's still more talk about don't circulate false reports and don't take bribes. You shall not oppress a stranger because he told the Israelites, you were once strangers in the land of Egypt. And, and also, uh, there are times to keep a feast to the Lord in the, in the, during the year. And so he goes on talking about these things. But, you know, ultimately, we have to remember that we, we have to be held to a standard, what God is trying to say. I want to hold you to the standard. It's going to protect you. It's going to help you. And Again, somebody has to pay for this damage. There's damage done. Somebody's got to pay for it. And for me as a believer in Jesus, it's Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. And, you know, I want to jump back into Exodus 22 real quick, because some people say, why would God do all this stuff for me? Why would he do all this? Why would he come and pay for the stuff I did wrong? And I'll tell you, because he says in Exodus 22, 27, because I am gracious. God says, I am gracious. He has compassion on you. He wants you to repent and turn from your sins. Get out of the damage and get under the blood of Jesus Christ where where there is restitution, where he can restore your soul. That's wonderful news. Hallelujah, it is. Ray, I'd ask you, uh, for anyone who needs some soul restoration today, would you pray for our listeners even on this program right now? Yes, Father God, so many Americans and so many people in this world, they, they're convinced they're saved. And Lord, 95% of the time or more, it's because they think it's because they're a good person, because I'm such a wonderful person. Well, Lord, we already messed up. We already ruined it. We've already sinned. We've already caused the damage. It's our damage is done, and we can't pay the restitution. Lord, the restitution that needs to be paid is many times fourfold more or whatever times what the sin was. We can't afford it. But, Lord, some people think they're being good enough now to make up for it, and they can't. Lord God, they need to understand. Please show the people through the gospel of Jesus we have messed up, and we need a Savior, Jesus Christ, to come pay that restitution for us. And so, Father, I pray on behalf of anyone 
who's just realized, Lord God, I'm a sinner. I have messed up. I have sinned, and I don't deserve your grace. But you're gracious, you say. You're compassionate. And so, Lord, if for anyone who's listening, pray, pray with me. Lord, I accept your grace, and Lord, forgive me. I've done you wrong. And Lord Jesus, forgive me. I'm sorry for what I've done. I want to be yours. I want to follow you and do your ways. Make me more like you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I submit myself to you. You're the boss now, Jesus. You're the Lord. You're my Savior. Please, Lord God, save your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Ray. The Bible says in John chapter 1 in the Gospel, it says, As many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even those who believe in his name. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? And if you've done that today, when you go to the Calvary Chapel Pearland website, calvarychapelpearland.com, make sure you send Ray a little note. I gave my life to Jesus. What do I do now? He'd be glad to talk with you. Now, also, with regard to this program, our sponsor was the ministry Poured Out for the Nations. We get out the gospel. We make disciples. We, we go to orphans and widows in their trouble, just like the Bible says. And we're going to Uganda in August, actually. So uh, you can go to pouredoutforthenations.com. When you partner financially with Poured Out for the Nations, you also help keep watch, therefore, on the air. Also, there are people who are listening who want to know, how can I be part of this program? How can I be part of getting the word out, the gospel of Jesus, and true discipleship and teaching from the Bible? Well, you can go to watchtherefore.tv. That's watch therefore. TV, and, and, and there you can give to the program and give to this work. You know, uh, salvation is free, and we're thankful for that. The gospel is free. But spreading the gospel and making disciples, well, that costs a little money, especially if you're going to do it on the radio. So anyone who you hear from the Lord, our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. I don't want to get rich off the radio. I don't want to uh, make a lot of money off the radio. What we want to do is we want to spread the gospel and we want to pay our bills so we can stay on the air and even expand into other uh, on radio stations and other programming opportunities. So, hey, if the Lord puts it on your heart, please don't wait. You can go to watchtherefore.tv and donate to this program to help keep us on the air. Also, we have our Israel trip coming up. And I, Ray, I wish I had more time. Maybe uh, in future programs we'll let you talk about that because I know you and your wife and many from our congregation are coming in October 2016 to the Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel Tour. So I encourage everyone, the door is closing. I was talking to the tour company leader today, and we were talking about some of the deadlines that are coming up. So don't miss this. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, and you can look at the itinerary for the trip and sign up with a deposit today so you can reserve your seat and know that you'll be able to come. Please don't miss this tour. If the Lord is leading you to it, you don't want to miss it. Now, as we like to wind down the program with this thought, think of this. The signs are all around us. It can't be much longer before King Jesus comes for his people in the clouds that he would take us to that place he's prepared for us for almost 2,000 years. Oh, it must be a grand and special place. After all this time, our Savior's been working on it. And, and he tells us this, and this is how we like to end the program. Watch, therefore, and be ready. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. 
This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.